about to win so big. Tell my hydraulic money. Yeah. Money coming in. Tell me what's the program? 25 days of cushion. Yeah, get with the program. Show they want their way. Get the program. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Another week, another episode, Tales from the Terror Dome. It's your boy, Dan. I apologize for the delay this week. I had a big one planned. It just happened to fall through. It's going to happen at a later date. This couldn't happen this week. But, you know, I had to put something out today. Had to bring the heat. It is Rivalry Week. Virginia Tech versus UVA, otherwise known as Hate Week. Well... Let me break it down for you. Throughout sports, they love to use that word history. Throughout, like, historical rivalry, historical this, historical that. Well, let me give you some history lessons you might not have learned in school. Thomas Jefferson, UVA's Lord and Savior. They love him over there in Charlottesville. You know, Monticello, all of that. Wrote the Declaration of Independence. And in that Declaration of Independence, he said, and I quote, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So, let me tell you what. In 2023, it is the life, liberty, and the right to kick the shit out of UVA on November 26, 2023, because in this house, we do read books. I'm not talking about the book of Luke. I'm not talking about the book of John. I'm not talking about the book of Matthew. I'm talking about the book of Frank. And in the book of Frank, he said on the sixth day before the Sabbath, we play UVA. We keep the Commonwealth Cup. We are Virginia Tech, and we're going bowling, baby. And to help us talk about that, his name is Grayson Wimbish. He's back on the pod. How you doing, my man? You know, I couldn't miss this one, Dan. No, I couldn't miss this one. I couldn't stay away. I'm, I'm fantastic and selfishly a little nervous. A little nervous, my friend. This week... If you're if you're a Virginia Tech fan, if you're a UVA fan, even well, no. If you're a Virginia Tech fan, I don't care if Michael Vick is our quarterback and Jarrett Boykin and Danny Cole are our starting receivers. This game always makes you nervous. Always does not matter the situation, the predicament, the record. It doesn't matter. You always get a little little shook come rivalry week because you're just like. Damn, we hate them so much. And this is a pride thing. This is a bragging rights thing. This is a hokey history thing to make sure dominance still prevails. So I know we have a few things we want to we want to talk about. Just kind of the history almost. Again, we keep going back to that word about this rivalry. And uh yeah, Dan, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you segment us into that. But, you know, I mean, anytime we're talking about Virginia Tech and 
that school up the road, you know, I'm outside. Let's go. Happy oh, to be active. Here. We active. Another fun history fact. Thomas Jefferson was the governor of Virginia for two years. Frank Beamer, governor of Virginia for 30. Just saying. Hey, man. The history books, these Prentice Hall textbooks don't tell fibs. No. Well, yeah, I mean. Well, look, well uh, yeah, okay. All right. Maybe they told a few fibs, you know. Uh, I, I, yeah, we don't have to talk about, <laughs> but anyway, let's, <laughs> let's keep this train rolling. <laughs> um, look, man, we're not, if you're here to hear about NC state, we're not talking about that shit. We got our, we got our ass beat defensively. That's all there is to it. We're on to UVA. We got a chance to get the sixth win. Um, uh, I mean, damn, in the last 13 years, we've played them too many times with ball eligibility on the line. Grayson, you want to hit them with that? Yeah. So first off, uh, I want to shout out at Hokies 00462433. My friend, I'm sure you are a nice human being. We got to work on that Twitter handle. That is a mouthful. Uh, I don't know how you type that in every time you log in, but God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. If you type that in every time you log in, brother, I'm sending the FBI to your house. That's right. They, I'll say they. I don't. I don't know if this is a man or a woman or whatever. Uh, they, uh, they responded to a tweet I had about playing the Wahoos for bowl eligibility, and I was curious about how many times we've had to do that in the last decade. Here are the numbers. We'll actually go one year back outside of a decade. We've done it. In 2012, 2014, 2015, 2018, 2020, and 2021. In the last 11 years, we have played the Wahoos to go bowling six times. That uh, and first off, I wanna I wanna, you know, a lot of people, you know, we love to kind of crap on Justin Fuente, right? And and that whole era of Virginia Tech football. Hey man, three out of these six were Frank Beamer's teams. And I mean, I guess that kind of shows you, and I got nothing but love for Coach Coach Beams and uh and and his teams and whatnot. Uh, but it kind of shows you there at the denouement, at the very end of his career. You know, he retired in 2015. It kind of showed you how the mighty had fallen. And then you you get into the the few years, the first couple of years, you handle the Wahoos soundly. Uh, and then it kind of tapers there, that 2018 game, heart attack, Bryce Perkins fumble, uh, 2020 COVID year, 33 to 15, really handled business, even though, you know, UVA for, for all intents and purposes, you know, they were not terrible that year. I don't, I don't think, I think they were like kind of supposed to beat us if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and then in 2021, uh, with uh, that's the last time we played. I think I find myself forgetting that because obviously the tragedy last year at UVA, three young men lost their lives. That's obviously awful. Something that uh, the Virginia Tech community resonates with entirely. Um, but we are we are actually going back up to Charlottesville for the first time in two years. Um, I don't know, and this is a question. This is not me trying to be disrespectful. I'm simply curious about how this works. 
Why is this game in Charlottesville? The game got canceled last year. Why is this game in Charlottesville? I feel like, you know, it should be in Lane Stadium. I don't I don't know what the policies in in scheduling and you know, when a game gets canceled. I don't know how that works. But uh do you do you have any insight on that, Dan? I would say probably like off the top of my head, I would think it's because it might mess with future scheduling. Sure. Because like this thing's mapped out. I mean, especially with like this game, I would assume it's sure. never gone anywhere. So they probably got it ten years scheduled ten years in advance at least. Um right. But that that would be I guess they just wanted to keep it um on track instead of messing with right. it. I honestly don't know. Um, right. but a game in Scott Stadium is a home game. It's Lane Stadium North, baby. So, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> it is Lane Stadium North. Uh, and just kind of, I want to run this down real quick. Um, since the year 2000, Virginia Tech has won this game one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty times. UVA has won it twice. And actually, I want to do some quick research. Was Anthony Calandria born the last time I say the last time? Was he alive in 2003 for that Matt Schaub team? I want to see. It doesn't have his birthday, but. I will like to he, bet the answer is no. I'm going to, if he's 18 years old, he wouldn't be alive. Nah, so in, no idea. In Anthony Calandria's lifetime, the Wahoos have beaten our Hokies once. And this young man wants to be, you know, Bobby Badass and call out the Hokies and say, after we beat Virginia Tech, you know, people are going to respect us on a national stage. Uh, I got news for you, number 10. Your team's three and eight, Brody. And my team's five and six. Ain't nobody going to be talking about you one way or the other, homeboy. Get, Get your shit straight. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Also, you know, in your lifetime, the Wahoos have beaten us one time. So where where that came from, figure it out, man. Do your homework. But uh, I am of the camp. Uh, you know, I like, I like he said that. I think it's good for the rivalry. You know, I hope that's pinned up in every single film room in Blacksburg. And I hope. Antoine Powell Island is like, he just laughs every time he sees it. You like to hope. Um, also, for you to be talking like that, Anthony, your numbers are uh, little heads. You've almost thrown as many interceptions as you have touchdowns. Throwing 11 touchdowns and eight interceptions. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know, man. Uh, you must be new here. It's pretty evident you're new here. Uh, we own you. We've owned you for years and years and years. And now, you know, all of a sudden ESPN wants to let the ads fly. I, my apologies. 
yeah, we own you, dude. We uh we we own the Commonwealth, and that cup is ours. So, uh, what else, Dan? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. I mean, yeah. The irony in that Home Depot ad playing is that Anthony Calandria currently lives in a very shaky house that is UVA football, and it could use a lot of home improvement because (laughs) Edgar Allan Poe couldn't write a sadder story than the University of Virginia's football program over the course of my lifetime. Dan with the with the turnaround there. Wow. Let's get 10 out of 10, my friend. That's that's fantastic. Way to turn. That's the most nauseating thing. You get on here, you want to run some numbers, you're on ESPN, and then you, you like their, their ads just play. Their ads just play on unprovoked. Uh ESPN, fix that. Uh, <laughs> figure that out. That's so annoying. Um Obviously, yeah, didn't play last year. Last time we played, uh, 29-24 to 24 in Charlottesville, planted the flag, Brock Hoffman, and J.C. Price uh, was the interim head coach at the time. We had no, in my opinion, we had no business beating them that year. Brennan Armstrong was on that team. He was QB1. That's back when he was playing lights out football, you know, with the exception of last week. Uh, I digress. Uh, we had that one coming again. Like Don V said, we just had that one coming. Anyway, we're focused on UVA. Um, Dan, any uh, over the years, are there any kind of memorable moments, any favorite matchups of yours that kind of stick out in your mind? Yeah, I would say probably one of my earliest memories of Tech UVA as a coherent kid, like actually sort of understand what was going on, would have been um 95 when we beat them like we scored yeah. like we were down like 14 points in the fourth and uh drunken miller threw that bomb and then um banks picked them off to to seal the game with 36 29 i think the total the final was yeah it was 30 to 29 and then he picked them off took it to the house uh 2007 after our tragedy uh yep. sean glennon went off he, he played well uh brandon Orr went crazy. Eddie Royal went crazy. I think they both had like 157 yards each and a couple tuds. Uh very memorable. Uh, a lot of a lot of emotion in that one, which I imagine if we would have played that game last year, it would have been a similar feeling. Um sure. it still might this year. Still might this year since it is the anniversary. Um shout out to UVA for coming together for us all those yep. years ago, and I think we did a good job of doing that last year and all rivalries aside, we will never – I never want to hear anybody use that in some sort of slight or joke towards Oahu because that's crazy. That's uh, 2015 was fun for me. I mean, it wasn't fun. I was at that game. It was the last time I was in Scott Stadium, actually, when uh, Frank's last game, and we were fighting for bowl eligibility, and uh, Brewer ended up pulling it out at the end for the Hokies. Um that was fun. 2021 was a train wreck, but I've never been so happy to see an offensive tackle screen in my lifetime. Oh, my gosh. That was the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Uh, Dan, you know, it's it's funny you you talk about the 2007 game. That was that was a barn burner. Tyrod and uh, Sean Glennon, Chris Ellis clapping in Jameel Sewell's face. 
not getting called for the horse collar. I remember that very well. Eddie Royal had that leap touchdown. Um, that was a great game. We came out in the all whites there in Scott Stadium. Uh, I distinctly remember there is some UVA fan had a sign that said, get ready to carve up the turkey for Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, that's so tough. Uh, that's such a shame. Um, 2008, the year after Pernell Sturvenant, uh, running down the quarterback and Coach Foster sprinting down the sideline uh, and almost trucking Coach Billy Height. I remember that one very well, 17 to 14. I remember Vic Hall was in at quarterback, and he had a rushing touchdown. And I remember that just irking the crap out of me as a as a young kid. I was just like, how are they going to put in their cornerback in the Wildcat? And then score a tutty. And then at Greg Boone, we did the wild turkey and he scored a touchdown. I remember that too. Uh, then the, you had those years, man, where we cut them up. We The 38 to zero year. Yeah, 2011. They were like eight and three going into that game. And everybody was like, UVA, they're going to yep. do it this year. They're going to do it this year. And then Logan Thomas just beat their ass. We had those, he had that big uh, hit stick. Um, it might, was that on Andrew Brown? Uh, he was like their five-star linebacker who didn't do a damn thing in that game. Uh, but there were those few years where we went up there and we just handled business soundly, just like didn't, you know, didn't even have to think about it. Uh, and then 20, um, gee, 2014, I, I was, I was a freshman at Virginia Tech that year. I didn't go to that game. I actually watched that game at Karsten Wolf's house in Richmond, shout out to Karsten. He's going to be doing the turkey trot. Uh, you know, he's going to be doing the turkey trot on Snapchat. If you're friends with him on Snapchat, that's one of the funniest things you'll see all year. Carson out there in his uh, turkey costume doing the turkey trot. But we watched it there. C.J. Revis um, punt block for a touchdown. And then Daddy Nicholas and Kenny Canham hitting Grayson Lambert with a sandwich uh, sack to seal the deal. Uh, Bucky Hodges had that big touchdown in that game. And, um, yeah, man, a few years after that, 2016, we beat, we, we racked 52 points on them. That was that high powered Justin Fuente first year Virginia tech team, uh, with Gerard Evans and Sam Rogers. Um, we just completely beat the daylights out of them that year. That was probably, I still, to this day, I think that's some of the most fun I've ever had at a Virginia tech game just beat the living crap out of them. Uh, I was with my dad and my brothers. They're just sitting there just comfortably drinking bourbon. That was wild. Um, in Lane Stadium, just thinking like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> we're just taking it to them. It's nuts. And then uh, the last couple of years have been good Lord, dude. <laughs> Stress, nail biters, 2018. I was at that one, the Bryce Perkins fumble. Oh my gosh. Like that I, I could barely speak after that game. Um 2020, obviously no one was at that. Uh and then 2021 was the last time we played them. So a lot of a lot of, you know, historical matchups, a lot of them going to the good guys. Obviously, uh 2019. I'll 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 put some respect on number three's name, Bryce Perkins. You know what? He carved up a very you know, a team that I firmly believe should have won that game, but Bryce Perkins, dude, single-handedly dismantled our entire defense. Single-handedly. 
dismantled our entire defense. They never deserved to win a game more than that day, uh, which is a shame, but I will – that's that's one matchup that I left and I thought to myself, you know what, game respects game. That dude really, really messed us up. <laughs> so uh, – the that's that's kind of their golden goose number three Bryce Perkins and then we got this weekend we got this weekend uh Anthony Calandria he's we've already covered you know he's kind of chirped us um you know for a freshman the kid plays confident I gotta respect it he plays confident football he's beaten UNC and Duke um I've said Probably for the last four weeks now, Dan. I think you share the sentiment. UVA is probably one of the best three and eight teams in the entire United States, if not the best. I firmly believe that they're better than their record lets on. Um, it's going to be the duel of the quarterbacks on Saturday. Kyron Drones versus Anthony Calandria. Solid matchup. Couldn't uh, be they, uh, two different. There couldn't be two more different styles of quarterback play either. Like. Right, both insanely different. Uh, if I could sum up UVA in two words, it would be "fuck them." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, definitely not "fuck them." Um, it's it's crazy to think like just like we it's a game like we better not lose to them because we just view ourselves like because we've beat them so many times now. It's almost like probably how UVA felt in like 1990 when at one point they were ranked number one in the country, and then yep. they end their season losing to a bad Virginia Tech football team, and then it was just kind of like the start of of Beamer's, you know, rise. Um, because he hadn't been very good up until that point. Um, criminal misuse of Vic Hall by UVA, by the way. I remember watching him play when he was in high school and he was like the greatest quarterback I had ever seen in Virginia. Like I'm from a high school level. Like he was just shattering. I think he had most of Ronald Curry's records on the ropes actually um, broke a few of them, but then he went to UVA and they put him at DB, but this was also in an era before they truly committed to whatever quarterback they brought in and they wanted to mold a quarterback into being what they thought a quarterback should be. And every team did that, but yeah, man, fast forward 2023 Hokies need a W again against UVA at UVA. Uh, we, we have had a good history this year of beating the hell out of opponents worse than we are. Um, we haven't done a good job of punching up, but uh, hopefully, you know, that trend continues on Saturday because I'm going to be in attendance and I'm really not trying to see a loss at all. Yeah, I uh, apologies for the extraneous noise. I'm finishing up making another cup of coffee. It's early here on the West Coast. But uh, here's, here's the thing, Dan, something you just said um something that you just said really resonated. You know, we have beat the crap, the daylights out of inferior opponents this year. And on paper, UVA is a worse team than we are. Like we are, we are better than them. We just are. And this game has rivalry implications. They always rise to the occasion. So I got to, 
I can respect that somewhat, but if we play any way that we played against the teams that we have handled soundly, the Wake Forest, the Syracuse, the Pittsburghs, in theory, we should win this football game. How much? By how much? I don't know. It's going to be close. This game is always, the last five to six years, man, this game is close. Like, it's going to be decided in the fourth quarter, which is nauseating. But guess what? You know, we're Virginia Tech fans, and we've ridden that roller coaster more than a few times. Shout out to Hokey, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 for that statistic. Um, yeah, man, I, I, Malik Washington worries me, but also at the same time, I think about who our DBs are. Uh, Dorian Strong and, and Mansur Delane. Uh, Kelly Lawson is listed as questionable for, for Saturday. Ruh-roh, Raggy. Don't love that. Uh, not keen on that. I hope 21 is good to go. But if he isn't, next man up. Uh, you have got to be ready to go when your number is called. Um, I've, I've listened to a few Hokie podcasts this week. Boundary Corner, shout out to those guys. BT4L, Hokie Hangover. Uh, Hokie, you know what? We should talk about this, Dan. Hokie Hangover had an awesome poll or a question on Twitter uh, the other day. And just so I don't completely butcher this, let me let me pull this up real quick. But essentially the gist of it was, would this season be a failure on certain circumstances? And let's see. Let's see what... Uh, they actually said. Okay, yeah, so they did run a poll. Do you consider the season a failure if Virginia Tech finishes 5-7? and 51.7% of voters out of 1,394 votes voted no. It's not a failure. Dan, what are your thoughts on that? Here's my thing. 5-7. and seven is a two-game improvement from last year. But considering that it would be – okay, I'm going to say I wouldn't consider it a failure. I would consider it a disappointment. Yes. But considering that <laughs> it would be Coach Pry um, losing to UVA in his first game, and then also not making a bowl game, I think the fans aren't going to want to hear anything about, oh, two games improved. Right. Here's my thing. I agree. I don't think it's a failure. I agree with the sentiment that it would be a massive, massive disappointment, especially given the fact that we have beaten inferior opponents the way that we have. So there's there's elements to this game that – it's it's tying things together. We got our first road win against Boston College. So, you know, you got your road confidence up a little bit. This season, we have not played well on the road. We've won one road game. And then you have to tie in the beat the shit out of inferior opponents bit into that. you got to put it together. So there's two things there. If you can't do that, 
it's not a great look. Especially, like I said, man, from a talent perspective, I firmly believe we are the better team. Especially on offense. Like, defense, this, this game is going to be decided by whether or not the Virginia Tech defense, Chris, Chris Marv's unit, gets off that bus. If they played the way they did against NC State, it is scary hours for Virginia Tech. If they play the way they did against Boston College, you know, we could cook with some gasoline. But it's right now this team's defensive identity is wonky. It's like you lit it's like they they're on the bus and they flip a coin. And if it lands on heads, they're going to play ball. And if it lands on tails, they ain't going to do a damn thing. So here's to hoping on Saturday, when they flip that coin, it lands on heads. Or better yet, here's to hoping that's a f-ing trick coin and it's both sides are heads. Like, defense has got to, they got, as the kids say these days, stand on business. You got to go out there and APR, dude, like, you have to get to the quarterback. I think it was Shelton Moss. I was listening to Boundary Corner uh, Boundary Corner last night. Shout out to Shelton. He was like, you got to get, you got to get to the quarterback. Agree. That's, this game will be decided in the trenches. So, and you also, you know, you saw what Concepcion did to us last week, right? In, in the flat, NC State was able to just annihilate us, dip and dunk on us in the flat all day. Number four, you can't have number four doing that. You cannot. So, like, I don't know, man. You just got to go in there prepared, know your opponent, and also rise to the occasion, dog. This is the Commonwealth Cup, man. This ain't this ain't Pittsburgh in October. Like, there's pride in this, and I, I our team is usually very good about being cognizant of that. But you know, it's for, it's for everything on Saturday, and you know, Hokie fans have every right to be a little a little nervous. Um, but yeah, it should it should be a good game. I like the three thirty kick. I like that time. Thank God I don't have to wake up at 9 a.m. to watch this game. I think I've had to do that once now. Um, any other ruminations, thoughts, anything, Dan, about uh, about this matchup on Saturday? Commonwealth Cup, bro. It's um the Holy Grail of Virginia. I believe, Um, you know, <laughs> if they make another national treasure, Nick Cage is coming for that bad boy. Uh, I I mean, look, man. Rivalry week, Brent Price first one flagship program beat their ass. Walk up to the podium and your presser, you know, jeans a little tight in the groin region, and just say, "Our state, our state, our Commonwealth, our state." Like, have you ever plant seen that uh, flag? Have you ever seen Dune, Dan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You Timothy know how Chalamet. It, shout out Timmy, Timmy Tim, dog. I was gonna say the scene where it's uh, they're they're at, on a um, Getty Prime and uh, Baron Harkonnen. It's when he like starts floating up and he says, "My desert, my Arrakis, my dune." That's what Pry. I, I need Pry saying some variation of that. 
my state, my Commonwealth, my cup. If like, Brent Pride does that, I'm splitting my pants straight up and running through. I can run through a wall, brother. <laughs> I don't need to expound on that. Y'all get it. Dan, Dan is on one today, y'all. <laughs> brother, oh my God. The lot. Oh, man. Y- y'all think the people that don't like me think I'm annoying now. Just don't let me get that ammunition. Please let me get it. Go ahead and unfollow me right now. <laughs> no, nah, don't do that. I need my numbers. Right, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't be doing like, that. Maybe mute me, you know, but like, right, take a breather for a couple of days. Uh, yeah. So you're going to be there. That's great, dude. Uh, you know, cheer loud. Hopefully it's great. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. Okay. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, if you're going to the game, Hokies travel well to Lane Stadium North. You know, I, do, I don't. There's a reason for that. I mean, first, I do live in California. Y'all know that. That's great. I don't mean to keep to add. I sound like a jerk just hammering that home. No, my old man went to Scott Stadium. My old man went to UVA Law School. He went to Scott Stadium years and years and years ago and almost knuckled up with some assholes at UVA. And he vowed he would never, ever go back. Brandito, baby. Brandito. Yeah, he was about it. And, like, he said, I'll never, ever go back there. And he, he's got a degree from that joint. And the women's family has never gone to Charlottesville. It's beneath me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. If you're going to if you're going to UVA, cheer loud, maybe knuckle up. They can't hang. It's tough. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, rivalry weekend. Some other great football games happening this weekend with playoff implications. We got Michigan and Ohio State. Uh, you got Florida State and Florida. Florida State playing without Jordan Travis, which is going to be interesting. They they handled business last week against who it was like North Alabama or something. But um, that has big playoff implications. And then um, you got the Iron Bowl, and you got uh, who else we got this week in rivalry land? Uh, Nebraska Iowa. That game's happening. Good God. Yeah. Just put that shit on lifetime. Yeah, put that shit <laughs> that's, on that's, lifetime. That's an afternoon nap waiting to happen. Yeah. Brian Ferrand's going to score eight be, points. This game's going to be 12 to 15. Eight to three. Eight to three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Washington play? We got Washington, Washington State. Or was it? Okay, that was last week. Good. Yeah. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Wazoo yeah. versus yeah, hell Huskies. yeah, yeah. Michael Penix Jr. Big Penix Energy. Shout out Desmond Howard. Yep the uh, the way that I the hope Huskies, they make the playoff, man. I agree. I agree with that. I firmly believe. Who do you think is going to win the Heisman, Bo Nix or Michael? I think Michael Bo Nix. You think it's going to be Bo based on his numbers? Yeah, yeah. I think Penix um, is amazing. Um, but the Heisman is a sexy stat award, and I feel like Bo Nix, I mean, last week he had like 500 yards and I don't know how many touchdowns, and then whatever they – Jaden Daniels was on Madden mode for LSU. Yeah. So um, I don't think Penix will win the Heisman now, but uh, that's a good football team, and I'm sure the Heisman is nice, but taking the Huskies to a natty, 
is probably yep. higher on his list, I would think, because he's going to get drafted. But oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I don't thanks. think unpopular opinion. Florida State without Jordan Travis, I'm not trying to see that shit in the college football playoff. I'm not. We got four think, football games left. I'm not trying to see a stinker because the backup quarterback's playing. I think that's going to have carry serious weight. Let's assume Florida State even handles business against Florida and Louisville in the ACC championship game. Let's let's assume that. I think when it comes to crunch time, you're going to have some other teams with either undefeated or similar records, and the committee's going to be like, bro, we want Texas over them. Like, you know – so I feel for man, you know what? Straight up, I feel for the Florida State fans. Like I was really rooting for them, you know, go ACC and all that. Uh, I really was rooting for them, and I hate. I mean, what a way to go out, Jordan Travis! Awful. And you just never ever want to see that. Good lord, that was hard. To, that was hard to watch. Dude, yeah, like Hendon Hooker. Oh yeah. I mean, you just never ever want to see that. Um. I would take Washington over Florida State with a healthy Jordan Travis, though, to be honest. Yeah. I think Thank Michigan you. is going to beat Ryan Day again. You know what, man? They're so physical, and, and Blake Corum just pounds that shit. They're oh. so, yeah. <laughs> again, on one today, y'all. Crazy. Uh, Anyway. I do have some, and I can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth. I do have some Ohio State Buckeye friends out here in in L.A., and I respect them more because, A, we've pulled one over on them. We've beaten them in the horseshoe, and, you know, they remember that home-and-home series. And I don't – I don't know if I respect Michigan still, even after all these years, after that Danny Cole – pass and catch by the way uh and so i think i think i cannot believe i'm saying this i think i'm rooting for the ohio state buckeyes like hashtag rare uh it's at the it's at the big house but i do think i'm rooting for the buckeyes on saturday which is insane uh but a lot of good football thanksgiving is tomorrow if you are going out tonight in your hometown be safe. This is this is a real state. We we talk we like to talk numbers anytime you know we're on here together, Dan. Uh this is the drunkest night in America. The most drunk driving fatality oh, yeah. happened tonight, not New Year's Eve. It is this evening. Yeah, busiest bar night in America. This is busiest the night bar Thanksgiving. night in America. So be safe. And if you are going out, call a freaking Uber. Yeah, please. I've been in like, I've been in restaurants for many, many years. I've bartended for many, many years. Just Uber, man. Hey, you can somebody. You're around. You're around family anyway. Like somebody could take you to get your car the next day. Like yep. just go. Like I mean, yeah. Just don't do it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. It's, it's not, not even it. about you, really. There could be somebody else on the road. You know, it's from all it angles. Doesn't matter yeah. how you cut that cookie. It is not worth it. Um, by that, what are you 20- looking forward to though? Oh, Say again? I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you off. Continue. No, I was just saying, like, just buy that 20, maybe even $60 Uber. It's you don't want those kind of problems. Yeah. Split it with a friend. Yeah. Something. Exactly. Uh, 
We got we got right. Thanksgiving football too. We got the oh Hewitt. yeah, Thanksgiving football. Lions, tomorrow. Packers, Dolphins, Classic. Jets, and um, Commanders, and Cowboys. Yep, a lot of NFL football tomorrow. The Detroit Lions, man. Yeah. First time at the they're what they're eight and two. The in the last time they started the season this way, like literally. Black people couldn't walk into restaurants. Yeah, it was like 1952 or 1954, something yeah. stupid. I saw some like insane statistic about that, and I'm like, first oh, time they God. went into Thanksgiving yeah. with uh with being outright first place in the division in 30 years. It's it's a long time, dude. Good for if them. Ba- yeah, if you're a betting person, I'm not telling you what to do with your money, but um, that uh David Montgomery anytime touchdown score. And Jameer Gibbs, anytime touchdown score and any reception or yardage prop with Amon Ross St. Brown sounds like pretty safe bets to me. I'll probably be taking those tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and for my non gambling friends, enjoy the football games. So, <laughs> right? What yeah, do you, yeah, uh, yeah. what without, do you, I mean, without a care in the world? You're, I guess, you're, uh, what's the word, estranged? This year you're 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 out in LA. You're not home in Virginia for Thanksgiving. What are your plans for the holiday? It's funny, man. You, you know, I uh usually any friends that stick around here, and there's a decent amount of them who do just because of the turnaround time with Christmas and Hanukkah and the, the other holidays, uh, just doesn't make sense to fly home uh twice in the span of like a month and a half. Um, my plan right now, man, is my 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 friend Natalie, who is also a hokey. Let's go. Shout out Natalie Power. Shout out, shout out Natalie. Shout out Natalie. Uh, she's having a few of us LA friends over uh to her place. And I think I'm gonna make some mac and cheese and go over there and hang out. It's gonna be a group of like six or seven of us just chilling. Um, got a little friends giving action tonight, a little potluck, and uh I haven't decided. That that might be a uh Ralph's uh macaroni salad <laughs> purchase. <laughs> Uh, last minute contribution to that. So, but yeah, dude, just chilling, hanging out. Um, what about you? I know you said you're, you're probably not going to be, you're probably staying put this year. Is that right? Uh, I come from a, I'm not going to say broken family. <laughs> My parents are divorced. Uh, they have been since I was 18 months old. Um, both my parents remarried, so like most of my childhood, uh, was spent between like four or five houses on on holidays. Um, so my mom now lives in Florida, and my sister now lives in Queens, and neither of them are coming back to Virginia for the holidays. So I'm gonna go to my dad's side of the family at like one o'clock. I'm gonna do that, and then I'm pretty much free the rest of the day so i think i might come home turn on the football games and uh i did some work in louisville i bought some good bourbon so i think i'm gonna enjoy the fruits of my fines and uh have a glass or two and see if i can you know win some money watch some football keep it low-key keep it safe uh probably have a turkey nap somewhere in there uh sounds like a pretty solid day i know i'm not taking my ass out black friday shopping i know that's not happening <laughs> Dan, uh, we we uh, have one last thing to discuss before we uh, wrap up this 
uh, rivalry rivalry week podcast. There was some news on the timeline about an international game today, and why is Hokey Twitter Hokey Twitter's at each other next? Oh, like man. not not this week, y'all. Not this week, right? right? Like. So what, Pittsburgh's playing in Dublin? Yeah. It's, they're playing, uh, is it Notre Dame? No, Wisconsin. They're playing Wisconsin. A random matchup. But okay. I guess my biggest beef, why does our fan base always think we're broke? Like, our fan base views our fan base as broke. Like, Mike from the former of the Roanoke Times when he was like, oh, I don't know how a family can afford a, a family of four can afford $5 spring game tickets. It's 20 bucks, dude. Like there's a lot of successful people that come from Virginia tech. Like we're not all, like, not everybody's a scrub. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I think international game would be all right. I wouldn't be against it. I don't know if I want to do Ireland, maybe like try like Mexico or Canada first, but um, I don't think that, I, I don't know. It, it was a, massive ordeal it was pretty hilarious i just you know i don't like virginia tech i i know our fans would travel well to that i know they would but also at the same time dude i don't know just i th- I think the idea of that is cool would i like to go to that game yeah I, I i would i think it'd be sweet but i also i also realize man uh I don't get to come home to, and again, this is just one person. Uh, I don't get to come home to Lane Stadium all that often. So even when I get to do that, it's special. So I'm not beat up over Pittsburgh going to Dublin. Like, I, I don't know. No, what I agree. Yeah. Shout out to Tim Thomas, man. Hell of a week for you. You admitted you're a virgin on the timeline, and then you took it on the chin today. <laughs> no comment uh hey man scoop, scoop. <laughs> no hey he said he said scoops not women baby scoop life i i don't even know enough about that to like comment on that so i'm just gonna keep it moving uh took him, i just took him at his own words yep and then also um shout out to david cunningham man ratio and people d connor since day one spicy bro <laughs> That my yo, I swear to God. All right, look, my favorite part about David Cunningham, and we've talked about this, and I've told him this, is the fact that when you see him, he looks so wholesome. He's just like yeah. the sports analyst, like journalist dude, like looks very, you know, buttoned up, like looks nice, always professional. Yep. But he will ether you, dude. Like he will just straight, <laughs> like the like he will own you. He will freaking scope your ass it's crazy oh headshots for days headshots for days and dude i'm he's gotten me a couple times and uh, david's david's the man i I love love david cunningham but it's just funny i'm just like oh man uh (laughs) people just getting ratioed left and right it's uh it's pretty it's pretty hilarious uh but that listen dan that's all i got it's rivalry week and let's go handle business Against that right. score, bro. Go Hokies. Go Hokies. Yeah. I would say my last thing is um, as it is Thanksgiving week, man, life is crazy. Uh, It's full. The schedules are full. Busy, busy, busy. Uh, Sometimes during the holidays, I like to sit back and reflect on the past year 
or past however long. Um, it's been a crazy ride since I started this podcast two years ago. Uh, the support and the growth has been crazy. Um, I'm definitely thankful for everybody that tunes in, uh, engages with me on the timeline, even the trolls, uh, sees me out in public, says hello, says something nice, buys the merch, uh, that truly mess with me and what I'm trying to do here. I'm thankful for my boy, Nate, who did a lot of the driving this year, the games, uh, tailgates. We got the tickets from his aunt this year. Uh, we had great seats on the 50 up in section 10. Shout out Robbie. We got rowdy for him. Grayson's boy. Um, thankful for a lot of people, Steven, Karen, for putting up with my bullshit. Uh, just a bunch of people, man. Uh, I love all of you. Uh, Grayson, you especially for coming on here with me so many times this season. Uh, we're in the last week of the season. That's insane to me. Um, hopefully we get one more, but, uh, yeah, every co-host that came on this year, cause I am a solo entity now. Yeah. I, I appreciate you for real. And, uh, just pretty much everybody else out there making hokey content and, and engaging the fan base in a in a positive manner or however you do engage them. Uh, shout out y'all. I, I like that, man. I'll, I'll say I'm thankful for you, Dan. I'm thankful for uh, you allowing me to come on here. And anytime I do, I, I always have a blast. We always have such a great conversation and uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for Virginia tech and, and just, uh, you know, and not only as an institution, but just for the community that it fosters. And I know people can be at each other's necks on, on Twitter and all that, but outside of that, all, all behind the keyboard, man, or off the keyboard, you know, people are shaking hands and usually very, very friendly. And it's, it's an awesome place. And um, shout out to my, my family. I'm, I miss y'all and can't wait to see you at Christmas, but I'm thankful for uh, thankful for all of it, dude, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And let's rock and roll, dude. Let's get us one. Let's get us one, baby. <laughs> Go Hokies. Go Hokies.